Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the Football Betting Podcast. I'm your host Tom Pipkin and I'm joined by my co-host, my bomb-proof treble winning co-host, Tom Walker. Hey guys, how's it going? Thank you for taking the time to tune in. Another profitable weekend. Yeah, so that is now six winning bomb-proof trebles in the last four shows, so we're on a real roll. Um, last weekend was particularly good. It's kind of one of them weekends, wasn't it, where so many people won. Uh, whether you follow the trebles or just follow the tips in general, um, a lot of teams we tipped and uh, a lot of favourites won last weekend. So it was great to see so many winners, so many winning bet slips on social media. Yeah, love it. I love sharing in sharing in the the fall of the bookies with the profit chasers. It's it's one of life's great joys. Yeah, especially when there's loads of last-minute winners as well that see so many bets come in. I think like Leeds, West Brom, Stoke, all got last-minute winners, all on plenty yeah. of bet slips. So Wickham as well. Yeah, so much to talk about uh, this week. So much. Yeah, so this week's show, we've got a full fixture list in the Premier League, full fixture list in the Championship, um, and it's the FA Cup second round. So no League One, no League Two. But we do have FA Cup second round games to talk about, uh, where there might be a few upsets, a few few favourites that we fancy. So we'll have a look there and see what we can make of that. We'll get started then, shall we, in the Premier League? Yeah, yeah. Let's start at the at the top. Early kickoff: Newcastle, Man City. We're we're just gonna tip Man City, I imagine, at one to six and move on. Yeah, can't see any problems uh, for City here away at Newcastle. The price stinks. Uh, to be honest, in the Prem- in the Premier League on Saturday, there's a lot of prices that I don't like, but you can understand why they are what they are. Um, there's that one. Then at three o'clock, you've got Chelsea West Ham, Chelsea one to four, Liverpool Brighton, Liverpool one to five, and Spurs Bournemouth as well. Um, Spurs four to eleven, so essentially one to three. So. You know, three teams there who you'd definitely expect to win, but they're all at prices that, on the nose, there's there's not really any value to take from that. No, no. And and like you said, I, the Chelsea one is the one that bothers, bothers me the most. I mean, yeah, Chelsea have been good and everything, but West Ham at times have been decent and it's a, a London derby and one to four is, is a shocking price, but... Yeah, everyone should win there. So, yeah, um, moving on, we've got Burnley Palace. Uh, Tom, I'm interested to hear your thoughts on on this one. I know it's not going to be the most entertaining game, but I think there's value in Burnley. Uh, They are priced at 5-4 to at home, and I'm wondering what your your thoughts are on that. Yeah, I'd agree. Um, If I had to go for one side, it would be Burnley. Two 3-0 wins on the spin. Uh, typically, we associate Burnley with kind of scrappy, grind them out one nils, don't we? But you know they're they're in the goals at the moment. Um, Palace no wins in their last five games, three losses in a row, uh, without clean sheet in six in a row. So it, it looks like stats wise, form wise, um, Burnley are the are the ones to back here most definitely. Yeah, I I, I mean I'm looking at the the top scorers. Again, Palace, I honestly, I feel like sending a playlist, sending the club a playlist of times that we've told Profit Chasers and Crystal Palace 
to go out and buy a striker. It's I, I just don't understand. It's like it's like Arsenal when they don't really kind of look at getting defenders in. Why? What yeah. everyone can see it. And for Palace, again, Jordan Ayew is the top scorer with four goals. Uh, Burnley have got Wood and Barnes on six. And yeah, it, it honestly it annoys me every time I, I think about Palace. So for for that alone, just firepower on firepower, five to four. I think that's a good price for Burnley, who are up to seven. Yeah, yeah and Jordan annoys me. They they gave Benteke a new one year deal as well oh. earlier this season. Um, and Rory Hodgson's come out and said that if Benteke were to go in January, um, he'd be concerned about that. You know, this is a guy who scored in single digits in about 60, 70, maybe more games. It wouldn't concern me. I felt it was a, I felt it was a sympathy thing. It felt like it was a sympathy thing for me. I mean, absolutely going nowhere with Ben Teke. I mean, I'm just going to read out uh, the last three seasons. So his first season with Palace, he got 15 and 36 in the league, which is a really good return. That's a great return, especially yeah, for a team that's struggling. Uh, then we went to three goals in 30 games. Then wow. we've gone one in 16, and now we're on zero in 11. So his whole time wow. at Palace, he's notched 19 goals in 93 games. Terrible. He's got Torres syndrome, hasn't he? He's got gone missing the last... He's broken. He's broken. That's it. Anyway, move on to Sunday time for me. So four games on Sunday. Um, two at two o'clock, two at 4.30. So the two o'clock, you've got Norwich Arsenal and Wolves Sheffield United. Um, oh, God. I don't, these are two tough games to call, to be honest, aren't they? Uh, I don't know what you think to that. I think Norwich Arsenal may have goals in it. I'd be more comfortable tipping both teams to score in that. Um, rather than any team on the nose. Both teams have scored four to nine, though, so the price isn't that good. I just don't trust Arsenal at whatsoever, um, despite how bad Norwich have been recently. Um, obviously, they beat Everton last weekend, but prior to that, they've been poor. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for me, Emery's, Emery's days are numbered. There's, there's got, he's got to go. Surely. Surely he's, he's got to go. He has to. There's no way this guy can stay on. Um, by the time this fixture comes around, who knows? Maybe, maybe he will be gone. But yeah, he he's he's got to go. It's it's been poor at Arsenal for a long, long time. Obviously, the Wenger thing happened, and it's not easy taking over someone with such a legacy. But you know, he's he's been his handling of Özil is bizarre. The captaincy thing is bizarre. His priorities in the transfer window. A bizarre, uh, his tactics bizarre. <laughs> I don't know his handling of the media bizarre. So yeah, I wouldn't touch Arsenal. Arsenal with a barge pole here. No, no. What about the other game? Wolves Sheffield United. Um, two teams who are in good form, really, aren't they at the moment? Two two teams tough to beat, in decent form. Yeah, battle of the battle of the surprise packages, really. When you think yeah. about it, uh, Wolves last year, obviously, um, I can't remember where they finished off the top of my head. I think maybe about seventh they got in the Europa League. Um, 
so yeah, they were the surprise package last year. Uh, United, obviously, this year have been an absolutely incredible watch and a great addition to the league. For me, I, I think I would take a watching brief on this. I'm, I don't often tip draws. I think if I was going to tip anything, it would be the tie at 12 to 15. I just think you're spot on, Tom. Two teams in good form. Both can score. Both can defend. Uh, Sheffield United are good away. Wolves are good at home. I, it's hard to separate these two. Yeah, it is. Uh, that's why we'll move on to the 4.30s where we've got Leicester at home to Everton. Leicester priced at 13 to 20. Um, it's extremely hard to look beyond Leicester here. I'd love someone to give me an argument for why Everton will win this game because I cannot see a single one. Uh, very poor again at the weekend, losing 2-0 at home to Norwich. Leicester winning 2-0 away at Brighton, um, as we predicted. Marco Silva, 1-3 to on to be the next Premier League manager to get the sack. It just seems to be a matter of time considering their next run of fixtures, which is absolutely horrific. Yeah, it's awful. It's awful. Just to kind of let the profit chasers know what their next games look like. Uh, they've got Leicester away, which is obviously what we're talking about. Liverpool away, Chelsea home, Man United away, Leicester home, Carabao Cup, Arsenal home. Yeah, um, Leicester are everything that Everton are trying to be and have been trying yeah. to do for, God, since Moyes left, probably. Um, as the last time they got into any kind of Champions League uh, qualification or anything like that. And, and Everton seemed to spend $100 million every summer and just can't get it together. And I think the fact that Marco Silva has now been through three Premier League jobs, um, and I know he did, he impressed at Hull. They still went down. Watford, obviously, you know, ended up at Everton. It, it looks like this guy is a tad overrated. Yeah, Doesn't I'd it? agree. Do you I'd think if, 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 his Silva, name was like, if his name was bloody John Brown, he wouldn't have anywhere near as much, much time and opportunity, I'm sure. You just took, honestly, I was literally about to say the same thing. I wasn't going to call him John Brown. The name I, name, name I had was Ben Adams. But, <laughs> yeah. but same thing, same thing. Yeah, you, you're spot on. Uh, for me, Leicester, I, I, I'm with you, Tom. 13 to 20. Like you said, I would love someone to come and tell us why um, why Leicester won't win this game. Yeah, six wins in a row, by the way, guys, for Leicester. Um, surely going to be a seventh here. Yeah, killing it, killing it. I, I hope to God they get in the top four. Oh, I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will. Like if you look at the the league table now, they're already in it by ten points. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, I think if we're if we're really honest with ourselves as a as a country, and we look at our league this season, it's a poor quality Premier League. You got Chelsea in transition, and they're doing well. They're doing better than we thought. We got Arsenal, complete mess. Spurs. They've got an uphill challenge now, and United are a complete mess. And it's it's wide open for Leicester, for Wolves, for Everton. Do you know what I mean? Everton should be that team. They should be that team yeah. gate crashing. But anyway, moving on. Uh, Premier League 
is going to be interesting on Sunday for sure. Do you have anything for the United-Villa game, Tom? I think United will win, if I had to pick anybody. Um, like they're not on a bad run, really, are they, Man United, to be fair to them? Um, they've won five out of the last seven games, uh, scoring plenty of goals. They scored three in the last three consecutive matches across all competitions. So, you know, they're not doing too badly right now. Um, they've got a really good record against Aston Villa as well. They've not lost in 14 consecutive games against Villa. Um, I was thinking this Villa side probably ships too many goals. If it was at Villa Park, I'd have more doubts about this one. But at Old Trafford, I think Manu should have enough to get them over the line. But at the price, 9-20, to 20, there are much, much better things to bet on this weekend. Yep. Yep. Agreed. Yeah. The Sheffield United game, you know, that's... It went from awful to United of old to disappointing again. Yeah. <laughs> all, yeah. all in the space of one game. And yeah, uh, I wouldn't be going near United, to be honest. No, I think it's a good comparison point, actually. The two four thirty games, you've got Leicester at 13 to 20, Man United at 9 to 20. So obviously you've got the better price on Leicester there. And you'd fancy them to win, be way more confident in them to beat Everton over Man United all day, every day. So... Yeah, I yeah, you're spot on, spot on. Okay, let's uh, look at the champion, shall we? Yes, championship. So, um, disclaimer, before we start the champ, we are recording this week's show on a Sunday. That We don't, we don't usually do a Sunday, we usually do midweek recordings, but um, considering the struggles we've had releasing it on recent weeks, we thought if we, if we record on Sunday... We've got more time to edit it, get it out there, and uh, more chance for you guys to listen to it. Obviously, the downside of that is that if there are Tuesday night games, Wednesday night games, we don't know the results. And this week, there are a pretty much there's a pretty much a full fixture list of champ on Tuesday night and Wednesday night. So we're going into this one a little bit blind. Um, the the most recent match, we we won't know the result of, but you know we'll still do what we can. Yep, hundred percent. I mean. You know, with, yeah, like you said, everything that's happened, we had to make a change, right? Releasing the pod yeah. on, on a Friday doesn't work for a lot of people. So anyway, moving on, Saturday, 30th of November. Uh, well, actually, it starts uh, Friday, November 29th. Tom, do you have any uh, any tips that you would like to go through? So my first tip for this weekend is Derby. Ooh, at home to Crystal Palace. To Crystal Palace? Since we're... <laughs> Queen's Park Rangers. <laughs> Queen's Park Rangers. Yeah, I think maybe you're looking into next season when uh, when Palace get relegated, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what I'm doing it on a Sunday night just here. <laughs> Getting the wrong team. Queen's Park Rangers. <laughs> so Derby are priced at 13 to 10 to beat QPR. Um, I think it's a pretty good shout, actually. A pretty good price. Derby are very good at the moment at home. They've won the last five games at home in a row, uh, the last four of which have all been to nil. Uh, very impressive last weekend, beating Preston at home as well. Preston have been doing very, very well this, this season so far. QPR, no wins in their last five games. Without a clean sheet now in 27 games, the run just goes on and on, doesn't it? Probably 28 actually by the time 
they play on the Tuesday night and then this, this game rolls around on Saturday. Yeah, I think Derby are just going to have more than enough for a QPR side who, despite a strong start, are kind of falling off a little bit. Yes, still very capable of scoring goals. Uh, I don't think, you know, form... QPR's form is not related to their ability to put the ball in the back of the net. I think, you know, that they could lose every game 10-8. Do you know what I mean? Uh, they're, they're always going to yeah. score goals. But, yeah, at the back, it, it's proving a problem. And, and they've gone from playoff outsiders, which they still are. You know, they're only five points off and anything can happen. Uh, they've gone yeah. from, you know, real outsiders to mid-table outsiders. Does that make sense? So, f- yeah. for example, now they're below Derby, who, you know, everyone's looking at Derby as if they've had a bad uh, first bit of the season. They're below yeah. Millwall. They're below Wednesday. Um, you know, they're below quite a few teams now that, that you wouldn't expect at the start of the season. So, yeah, totally yeah. agree with the with the Derby pick. Well, they've, they've con- just to add, they've conceded at least two goals in their last nine games in a row. Uh, and you're not going to win many games if you've got defence that leaky. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It, I mean, you, you're going into a gunfight with a knife there, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. Um, if you fancy Derby to score two or more goals, that's 11 to 10. So the price is slightly less, but I guess you get that yeah. extra bit of security that they don't need to win the game. Yeah. And, you know, last time out at Pride Park, uh, beating Preston, that's going to give Derby a huge vote of confidence. And fair play yeah. to them; they've they've turned around what was a a really poor start. Um, let's talk about the biggest team in the in the East Midlands, Nottingham Forest. They are home to Cardiff City, and I'm going to go for Forest here, at five to four. Um, mm. Typically, Forest have actually been slightly better on the road than they have at home. Um, they have managed to lose just one away, but they have lost two on their own patch. They're playing against Neil Harris's Cardiff City. Neil Harris got off to an okay start, a 2-2 draw away at Charlton, which probably wasn't on the cards under, under Warnock, it's fair to say. Since losing to Wigan and Hull consecutively, Forrest have put together three very impressive results. They overcame Luton 2-1 away. Uh, they beat their arch-rivals Derby 1-0 at home. And they battled to a 0-0 draw away at Bristol City, despite having 10 men for the best part of 20-25 minutes. I think Forrest have got over that little blip, and I think this will be a very routine win. Uh, my problem with Cardiff is I worry about where their goals are going to come from. Joe Rawls, who is, in my opinion, too good for this level, uh, is their top scorer with five goals. Um, their strikers, Danny Ward, Lee Tomlin, Robert Glatzel and Isaac Vassell, uh, none of them have got more than four goals. So a little bit of a concern there. I think Forrest are the real deal for a top six challenge and five to four, I can't resist them. Yep, I uh, agree. I definitely think we'll win this game. Um, I've got one more that I that really like the look of. That's Hull away at Barnsley. It's a nice price, this one. It's 29 to 20 for Hull to get the win. Uh, where do I start, really, with this um, and justifying this one? Barnsley, worst home record in the championship. 
bottom of the championship. No wins in 17 games, without a clean sheet in 11 games. First to concede in six of the last seven games. Not being Hull in the last five games. Um, <laughs> it is so bad, isn't it, if you're a Barnsley supporter? Uh, you know, they're conceding so many goals at the moment. So, so many goals. Hull, on the other hand, when they play away from home, they've actually been pretty impressive in recent games. Uh, they beat Forest. They beat Fulham. They came back from 2-0 down to draw with Middlesbrough. Uh, they beat Luton away 3-0. I, I think generally, aside from a, a dodgy result away at Huddersfield, back in early October, they've been very strong on the road, scoring plenty of goals. Jared Bowen, another two at the weekend to continue his strong start to the season. I just think they're going to have too much for a, for a Barnsley side who are really, really poor. Yeah, 100%. Hull are... Hull are playoff outsiders for sure. Uh, definitely not, you know, one of the big heavyweights like a a Fulham or or anyone like that. But definitely Hull, a team to look out for. Uh, the kind of Grzycki and Bowen uh, kind of wing depth that they have is is arguably as good as anybody uh, at this level. So definitely Hull. I'm going to follow that up with a tip with Brentford in mind. Brentford, they are one to two, uh, which is a little bit tight. I'm not going to lie to you. But I do think they will get the business done over Luton at home. Luton, as we mentioned, are in a little bit of disarray. Uh, They did fight brilliantly against Leeds uh, on the weekend. But obviously, they did concede. Was it the 90th minute, I think, um, to yeah. to lose 2-1? They will take heart from that, and rightfully so. On the road, uh, they have struggled a little bit. They beat Blackburn 2-1 away on the 28th of September, and they haven't picked up a single point since. Consecutive defeats to Derby, Fulham, concerningly Birmingham and Reading on the road, which is not what, not making for good reading. Brentford, on the other hand, have strung together a decent run of results. Uh, they have um, lost one out of their last six games, and they've won five of their last six. So there's a minor hiccup here where they lost at home to Huddersfield, which kind of tarnishes what I'm looking for. Uh, but it, when you think of Brentford, uh, you do think of attacking flair, and, and that's right. Um, since, the, since they beat Millwall 3-2, they've hit three four times out of the last seven games. And more mm. impressively for me, Brentford, not something I associate with them, uh, three out of their last five games have kept a clean sheet as well. Ollie Watkins, um, revelation this season, really stepped up 11-17 in 17 for him. And, and they've obviously got one of the best talents in the league on his day in Saeed Benarama. For me, Brentford, it is one to two, but I would be going for them all day. Yep, I agree. Uh, Brentford should definitely win that one. I guess there's one more, isn't there, that's stand out in the champ, but it's a shocking price. It's Leeds at home to Millsborough. Leeds are two to five to get the win. It's, it stinks, but they should do it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not a good price, but they should get that done. Middlesbrough in all sorts of trouble. If you told yeah. me to start the season, Middlesbrough would be seven to one. 
in any away game this season, I would have I would have fell off my chair. But that's the reality. And yeah. one more that I'm going to read out. I think it's a good weekend in the champ. I'm going to back Stoke again. Uh, they've got a tough game at home to a quite unpredictable Blackburn. Um, but if you have a look at kind of Blackburn's last outing, Tom, you just read out about how poor Barnsley were. Um, Blackburn squeezed past them three two at home. I think that papers over quite a few cracks. And we've got Stoke, who obviously beat Barnsley themselves 4-2 away, but it was a lot more comprehensive than Blackburn's win. Then they beat Wigan at home, obviously getting that late winner. They're back at home again. I, c- I can just feel another another Stoke win coming against a Blackburn team that Bradley Dack aside uh, are pretty poor to, to average. Stoke at evens. Okay, shall we take what we can from the FA Cup second round now then? Yeah, yeah, FA Cup time. Uh, it's really kind of thrown up some good storylines already, hasn't it? Yes. Um, is there anything that kind of stands out for you on the Saturday? The games are spread out over Friday, Saturday, Sunday and Monday, uh, mainly the bulk being on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, anything that you like the look of instantly? Uh, instantly, yes. Uh, we've got League One against League Two here. Um, Oxford, Oxford were mightily impressive over the weekend, beating uh, the worst team in League One history, according to their own poll. Uh, Southend four nil away. Uh, they've got League Two Walsall away, and they're ten to eleven. I think that it's fair to say, Tom, that. Walsall have responded really well to to recent kind of they they went through a really difficult patch and now you know if you look at their their form you can say they haven't lost in the last five games um and that is obviously you know they deserve credit but they're playing a team that is it's a bit bizarre it's a bit bizarre because you know that it's a team that's doing well but they're against a team that's doing even better and a league above so. Yeah. That's why I'm kind of going against Warsaw. Uh, Oxford have won their last three, not lost any of their last eight games. Uh, they've been absolutely sensational recently. Um, they've scored 10 goals in their last three games. Um, yeah, Oxford for me. Although I think it's worth saying with any of these tips, it's always worth checking the team lineup before you you put your money down. I think that's fair to say. Yeah. Uh, Oxford, well, you could say they they've not lost in the last fifteen consecutive games. They're on a really good run of form. Um, yeah. I say that because they had a, a game against Portsmouth in the Football League Trophy, which finished two all. But of course, those games that they draw in that cup, they go to penalties to decide a winner, um, and they lost on penalties to Portsmouth. So you know. One loss in 15 or no loss in 15. However, however you want to look at that, it's mightily impressive. And I agree. I think they'll uh, they'll definitely beat Walsall at the weekend. And it's a good price. Uh, another price, you know, we're talking about a team who is doing well in their respective league. It's Crew. They're away at Eastleigh. They're priced at 9-10. to 10. Eastleigh are currently of the National League. They're 15th in the National League. So they're... They're pretty much a steady mid-table National League club, really. 
They're yeah. at home against Crew, who are doing extremely well in League Two, uh, flying high in third place, that final automatic promotion spot. I think it's just a, a case of levels, you know, like with Oxford and um, Walsall, despite Walsall having good recent form, Eastleigh do have some good recent form, but Crew being that level above, I think if they play a decent team, if they put out a strong team, they should definitely have more than enough to beat Eastleigh. Yeah, yeah, they should. They really should. And I think, I think as well, Walks it's probably worth saying, um, this is a round where I'd probably expect teams to play a stronger side because you've yes, got that agreed. real carrot, haven't you, of getting into the hat for the third round draw and yeah. drawing a Premier League team. And of yeah, course, for the lower league side, that's a big kind of carrot, isn't it? Yeah, massive. Yeah, pulling Liverpool at home. Do you know what I mean? All you have to yeah. do is get past, you know, Altrincham or Forest Green or Fly, whoever you're playing, and and yeah, you you can potentially have a right money spinner that yeah. you know can earn you enough money to to catapult you for the next couple of years. Like honestly, if like I'm looking at Kingstonian and Fly, and obviously Fly are, are um, not short of a few quid, but. Imagine Kingstonian win this win this tie, very winnable fixture for them. Get Arsenal at home. That could set them up for three years' worth of running yeah. costs. Big time. Most definitely. Yeah. And it'll be on TV as well, of course. So, Of course, yeah. Yeah, it would be absolutely huge if that was to come off. I'm going to look at League One, League Two again. Uh, this time we're looking at Shrewsbury. Uh, Shrewsbury are at home to Mansfield. Now, Mansfield, they were predicted to do really well at the at the start of the season. Um, obviously, they, they had playoff heartbreak uh, towards the end of last season. But they, they've been a mixed bag, I think is, is fair to say. They're traveling away to a Shrewsbury team that are very comfortably in 12th, smack bang in mid-table in League One. Uh, Shrewsbury haven't lost to Mansfield at home in the last four encounters. Mansfield' last win away at Shrewsbury was in two thousand and four, uh, so yeah, a little bit of a little bit of history there. Shrewsbury, although uh, in their last home out, and they did lose to Bristol Rovers. Typically, they are strong at home. They boast three-one wins over Macclesfield, one-nil win over Peterborough. A 1-0 draw with playoff chasing Bradford. They beat Sunderland at home. This is not an easy place to go. Um, and Mansfield on the road recently have been decent. But when you when you think about the kind of the opposition that they've been facing, so for example, in there um, is again a nil-nil um, draw with Macclesfield. And that was when Macclesfield were, you know, verging on closing the stadium and locking it up. So that was a really, really poor result. Um, in that, they have managed to squeeze past Burton in the Football League trophy. Uh, they, you know, they beat Grimsby when Grimsby were in their kind of real sticky patch. It's, it's not as good as it looks. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to get at. Yeah. And for me, I think Shrewsbury priced at evens. I think that's a really good price for a, you know. Team in 12th in League One against a team that's 15th in League Two. I think that's yeah. a good price. Yeah, I agree. I, th- I think we're fine. We're kind of getting a, quite a few decent prices, aren't we, for teams in teams in higher leagues? 
um, when they're playing lower league opposition that, that are around about the evens mark. There's quite a few. Yeah. I've yeah. got one more. Yeah, there are. I've got one more of such an instance myself. It's Northampton at home to Notts County. Northampton are priced at five to six for the win. They're on a really good run. They're one of my favourite teams to back at the moment at Northampton. Um, they've won four in a row at home, three of those to nil. The other one, a mightily impressive 4-1 victory at home to Crewe. Uh, they've won six out of the last seven games, the other one being a draw. And I think they're going to have too much for a Notts County side who have generally been much stronger at home in the National League this year. Uh, they've got 12 points from their 11 away games. So averaging, what, four wins in 11 games, just about one win in three. So it's not pulling up any trees whatsoever. I think Northampton will have too much for Notts County this weekend. Yeah, poor Notts. Obviously, the other team in uh, our home city of Nottingham, Tom. Never want to see them do do badly, uh, but... Yeah, pains me to see them as such outsiders against a team. Yeah. For no disrespect, such as such as Northampton, uh, for sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously you've got some huge favourites that you know. I'm just going to really quickly touch on. We got things like Rochdale at home to Boston, one to three. Blackpool, who definitely should win, uh, home to Maidstone. Then we've got you know Peterborough four to eleven at home to Dover, uh, Portsmouth at home to Altrincham one to five. I think we've probably picked about the best from from the list uh, without going over. Uh, I agree. Those other teams. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, so shall we recap last week's winning bombproof treble then? Yeah, for sure. Right, we'll start with my one. It didn't win, unfortunately, this weekend. I had Peterborough to score two or more goals. However, they only scored one when they beat Burton 1-0. He also had Huddersfield to beat Birmingham, and unfortunately, it was a one-all draw. And finally, it wasn't all doom and gloom. I did have Northampton, and they pulled through 2-0 winners against Grimsby. Yeah, unlucky there, mate. Uh, Moving on to mine, I had Leicester to beat Brighton, and they did so 2-0. He also had League 2 leaders Swindon to win against Mansfield, and they did so 1-0. And also, it was a clean sweep of clean sheets for my team, which just makes me so happy. Oxford beat Southend 4-0 to bring home a grand total of 62.85 off £10. Beautiful. More money in the bank. Uh, very, very yeah. comfortable treble, really, wasn't it? The Swindon game at 1-0 might sound a bit dodgy, but um, yeah, comfortable win there for Swindon. Yeah, Owen Doyle with another goal. Uh, the joint treble, uh, we had Northampton on it, as we mentioned. They won 2-0. We had Oxford, as we mentioned, won 4-0. And it was just Peterborough. Uh, we had them to score two or more, and they could only manage the one. So very close to winning that one, too. Yeah, so you, in effect, mate, you cost us that treble because do you remember I gave you the choice and you picked Leicester instead of Peterborough and then you changed your mind? Yeah, I know, I know. I'm, I'm so, uh, someone did remind me of that on Twitter as well, which was, which was very predictable. Um, <laughs> you guys don't really forget a thing. Uh, so, yeah, sorry about that, guys. Um, hopefully you back my treble and 
and I'd like to think I made up for it there. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you can make up for it even more so this week by uh, getting yet another winning treble for the Profit Chasers. Um, you can go first as you won. So what have you got? All right, Profit Chasers. So my bomb-proof treble this week is going to consist of Brentford, home to Luton, priced at 1-2. to two. We're going to go for Forest at home to Cardiff, 5-4. to four. And then we're going to eagerly anticipate the game on Sunday between Leicester and Everton. Leicester are the team we're going to go for, priced at 13-20. to 20. £10 on will return you a 55 68 yeah. yeah, I like the look of that. Uh, I think that's got every chance, mate, of getting another winner on the board. I definitely do. Yeah, fingers crossed. Three teams at home, um, two going for the championship playoffs, um, one against a relegation team, another against a mid-tabler, and then we've got Leicester going for the top four against a lowly Everton. So, yeah, fingers you know, crossed. Um, sometimes when bets roll over from Saturday to Sunday, you might get tempted to hit that cash up button. You might sleep a little bit uneasy, but sleep very comfortably, knowing Leicester are that last leg of the treble. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. What have you got, Tommy P? So, for my treble this week, we are going for an FA Cup second round special on Saturday. Oxford away at Walsall. They're priced at 10 to 11. We're going to go for Crewe away at Eastleigh, priced at 9 to 10. And finally, Northampton at home to Notts County. They're on Sunday priced at five to six. So two bets for both of us that roll over into Sunday, but um, I definitely think that's got every chance. You know, we've got higher league against lower league opposition. Are you going to read out how much it's going to win or not? you got to work that out for yourself. <laughs> you didn't even read out what it wins. I got too eager return? claiming that it's going to win. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that, that's going to return £66.50. <laughs> Excellent. There we go. Bloody hell. Yeah, uh, agreed. I agree with all your tips. And uh, obviously, you know, it, we highlighted all yeah. of them, didn't we, in the in the show itself. So, yeah, fingers crossed, fingers crossed. Now we're going to construct a joint treble. Um, so I would like to champion Brentford. Okay, on my I want to champion Northampton again. Really hot on them. Yeah, you know, I feel like you you've done this, you've done this before in a previous, in a previous kind yeah. of season, because I know they've been they've been a bit rubbish recently. I feel like you really loved them when they had Jimmy Floyd. Yeah, I'm sure they went on some kind of run, didn't they, when they had Jimmy Floyd at some point? They ended up going down the yeah. season as well. I'm, I, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> did they? Bloody hell! <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's all coming flooding back. All right, and then we've got either Oxford, Crewe, Forest, or Leicester. Let's go Leicester. You know, Leicester for me are yeah. a pretty sure bet. Okay, so do you want to put put it together and I'll read out, I'll reiterate the uh, treble for the profit chasers? Yeah. All right, guys, so just to reiterate, we're going to go on the joint treble. Now we're going to go for Brentford at home to Luton. 
Northampton at home to Notts County in the FA Cup. And then we're going to roll it over to Sunday and we're going to go for Leicester against Everton. And it returns... 45-38. Magic. There we go. Lovely stuff. So, yeah, please gamble responsibly, everybody. Uh, Please only bet what you can afford to lose. Um, And, yeah, hopefully we can all bash the bookies together. Um, That's... Is there? There's fantasy, Tom. I just realised. I was just about to sign off, and then I realised there's fantasy we need to talk about. Yeah, fantasy football. Um, at the time of recording, okay. So a, a disclaimer here again because it's Sunday. The league tables haven't updated yet from the Man United Sheffield United game. So apologies if we read you out in the wrong position. But Edward Ridu is still top of the tree on fifth. On on 814 points, closely followed by Callum Nags with 812 points. Uh, David Arias, Dan Lynch, Nathan Brunskill, Stephen Astley, Darren Venn, Sanj Birdie Mystery, Sean McCarthy. It's all the same names. Come on, guys. Somebody break this top 10. I know. I know. They're, they're honestly, they've got it on lockdown. How did you do, Tom? Uh, bang average again. Like I got 63 points, so I did average, but you know. Average isn't good enough in this league, as we keep saying. No, I've gone down not. again. I've gone down yet again. Yeah. I had 53 points, and I was apparently above average. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, but, I've gone gone down to 64th. 64th? Yeah. Oh, shit, you're above me. No way. Am I really? Yeah. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> this is unbelievable how the tides have turned. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think this is the first time in about a season and a half you've been above me. <laughs> um, I'm in 80th. Oh, my God. You are crumbling. I got 63 points this week, and I've gone down yet again. You made te- The thing is, though, Pitt, honestly, uh, between the two of us, we're not that far away. I'm on seven one one. You're on six nine eight. Yeah. So it's it's bloody close. It is. Oh very, my god! Very... I can't believe I'm above you. I didn't even look because I just neither did I. I didn't even realise until right I'm now. I'm in that. I'm in that kind of loser mentality where I don't even check because I just <laughs> think I. I always think I'm I'm below you, but yeah. oh, that's oh dear, I need to sort incredible. myself out. That's embarrassing. That's made my day. That is embarrassing. Honestly. Um, if you want to join the league, guys, if you've already got a team on the official uh, fancy Premier League website, then you can join our league and you'll join at your rightful spot. You're not going to start on zero. Uh, There's a 20 quid free bet on hand for the winner. So uh, get at us on Twitter if you want that league code. Our Twitter handle is T underscore FB podcast. If you're a Facebook kind of guy or gal, www.facebook.com slash football betting podcast or if you want to email us with anything uh, inquiries uh, sponsorship deals cough cough um, football betting podcast at gmail.com yeah please do get involved and if you have enjoyed the show perhaps won some money in in our uh, last four shows from the six winning trebles we'd really appreciate it if you would rate and review wherever you listen to the podcast Yes, please. That would uh, that would help us know that you you know are enjoying the show, and it will help us bring you better content and 
all that kind of stuff. So yeah, please. We we wanna grow. We wanna grow. We have grown. I think the first show we had twenty one people listen. That's to true. Be honest. Probably, probably I think most ten times most each of them, Yeah. Most of them was us and then I told my grandma to listen to it probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyway, I think that's about it, isn't it? Yep, that is all. Um, we'll get this one out in good time. This will be out by the time you listen to it in, in good time for the weekend, so it won't be a Friday release. Leaving everything till last minute. Uh, yeah, so thanks for listening once again, guys, and we'll see you again next week with hopefully more money in the bank. Fingers crossed. Thank you very much, guys. Take care.